Storyboard fans, we need your help. We desperately want to review Survivor Man with Bear Grylls. Statistically, the show's not animated. It's not animated. Not yet. That's where you come in. If any one of you can rotoscope the five episodes at any point of Bear Grylls' Survivor Man... Or know someone who can rotoscope. There's only five episodes. Give us those five rotoscoped episodes and we will review it. We, we won't depend pay on for you. It. We won't pay for it. We won't pay for it. We're college not. students. What do you fucking want? We'll give you a shout out and <laughs> um, I'll give you an audio high five and I'll call you I'll call you my best friend. I won't. Me um, neither. You're my henchman. <laughs> this is storyboard. <laughs> I'm Laura. I'm Gavin. I'm Nick. And today we watched Hilda. Hilda. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. Okay. Shut the hell Stop up. Stop lying to our listeners, Nick. Okay. Wow, you always lie. <laughs> Miss that meme? I do. It's yeah, a good meme. one we watch. We watch Tilda. So. Yeah, but which episode, smartass? All right. This is your job, Laura. Do your job. Do my job. It used to be your job, but now it's job. my job. I'm sorry, I but, but Laura stole it from me. I guess I did. So we watched uh, episode one, The Hidden People, episode two, The Midnight Giant, episode ten, The Storm, episode eleven, The House in the Woods, episode twelve, The Nissi, Nissa, 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 okay, Nissi, Nissa, Nissu, and sometimes Nisswai. No, 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 no. And episode... Call it whatever the fuck you want. It really doesn't matter. No, Nobody gives a shit about pronunciation here in, in the Hilda fandom. And episode 13, The Black Hound. We also watched all of the other ones. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, recent... We've all seen all of them recently, except for me. I accidentally skipped over the one about the Troll Rock or whatever. But... I've seen all of them about four or five times over. I've seen all of them, but I also saw the first two, like, five times each. It's very adorable and it's very good. It's a very cozy, nice show. Uh, Hilda's, uh, if you're not aware, a Netflix original. I hope you're aware. You should watch this. Sh- you should really watch these shows before you listen. not doing this again, I swear to I'm just to saying, the- I'm just saying. Nah, listen. You should know can- by now, this is a spoiler podcast. We spoil it. Hard, really bad. Listen, Hilda's very, very good, but it ain't no fucking existential ass, you only get one fucking experience kind of deal. Like, just do what you're gonna do. Fucking whatever. Yeah, it's Who the cares? winter months. Curl up in front of your TV, get some hot cocoa and a nice fluffy blanket, and just have a grand and old subscribe time. to our podcast, and then do create that an alternate account. Subscribe no. to our podcast, <laughs> and then create an alternate account. <laughs> if any of you out there know how to make bots, no, I'm no, interested. No, I'm not. No, <laughs> no, no. Some of our followers can be robots? Yeah, man. <laughs> no. If I can get really popular in the robot circles, then, like, whenever the robot... will be on top when they take over. Exactly. <laughs> What's up, assholes? <laughs> this is a strange fiction we've created. Like, They're... we'll still be enslaved, like, much like the rest of the human race, but we won't be treated like crap. We'll be but like... at least they promote our podcasts. Yeah, we'll be the inner circle pets. <laughs> Beep boop. Oh, I no. love your podcast. <laughs> Slave number zero nine four two seven. 
Like that one episode, Rick and Morty, where the dogs take over. Alright, we're not we'll talking the, about Rick and Morty. We'll be the Mortys, not the Jerrys. Okay. Laura, we have to do Rick and Morty at some point. We will, not right now though. We're talking about much purer show. Richard and Mortimer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Hilda is a Netflix original animated series based on a graphic novel of the same name. There have been a lot of Netflix uh, original shows lately. Yeah. A lot of really good ones. They've been knocking it out pretty good so far. Also yeah. some bad ones. Yeah, there's been stinkers, but, but you know, there's some actual gems in here. Yeah. I want to get into them. We will eventually, I hope. Alright, anyways, um... You get into, we start out with the first episode, because in all of our opinions, the, the first arc is the best one. I don't know if it's the best. I don't know if it's the best. I thought but I we were in agreement. Well, you never I, asked well, really us about it, it, actually. I really liked it. I liked it a lot, but I don't remember you ever being like, Laura, was this your favorite? And I never said, yes, it was my favorite. Thank you for asking, my friend Gavin. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm saying that I haven't. I thought I had this exact conversation with Nick. (laughs) Maybe you did. Maybe I forgot about it. Hey, Laura, was the first arc your favorite? No. Oh. Oh, wait, no. Uh, (laughs) What was your favorite? (laughs) Wait, no. Of the two arcs that the show has, this was my favorite. Ha! Oh, the arcs? It has more than two arcs. Well, I my favorite episode was the one with the Lost Elves. I like that one a lot. It's very quaint. Let's get into this. <laughs> alright, alright. We're gonna have... Episode 1, right here I have written a uh, very beautiful animation right off the bat. It's so nice. It uses stills and, and fluency very, very cleanly. It's, it tends to use stills to describe like the distance models and all that. Oh yeah, I love their distance models. It's very cute. Look... Anything from a distance in this show is automatically the best. That's one of its strong points, is its animation. Well, see, the, the really cool thing is, like, if you just pause it at any point, it's gonna look good. If you mm-hmm. pause it at any time, you get a meme-worthy fucking <laughs> still. I mean, yeah, you either get a really pretty still or a very good smear frame, which I always love. <laughs> well, I was just gonna mention that actually the first thing that we see is the theme song. I do want to mention that at the very beginning of the theme song... They've just got this little exhale, and it is my favorite thing in the entire... It's my favorite thing in the entire song. <sighs> oh, that one? Yeah. That's an inhale, too. Don't I don't think, think I've seen the, the opening enough to know what you're talking about. It ah. is very prominent to me. Oh. <laughs> I always hear it. Oh, that's what you mean. Just okay. That. I don't know anything about color theory, but I love the color palette the show uses. What's There's a color theory? It's... What? What's a color theory? I don't know. Alright. But this show primarily uses, like, rather muted primary colors, and then, like, more neutral colors, which is very nice. Like, even the Like, any greens, you're not gonna see, like, a really vibrant green. It's going to either have, like, some sort of, like, a yellowish-brownish tint, or maybe a blue tint. Nah, probably not a blue tint. But, like, everything is just very muted, and it I feel like it gives it a very, like, calming atmosphere. The colors in this show are hilarious, because at, at some <laughs> point in the first arc, uh, Hilda takes a trip to Trollberg, and Hilda's mom's like, We could live here, Hilda! And Hilda's like, No, I fucking hate this place! And I'm sitting there like, Hilda, you have to live there, it matches your color scheme! To be <laughs> Because fair. her house and the whole neighborhood just dead-on matched everything she had going on. Because, yeah, yeah, everything. Like, like I remember any time they show a bookshelf, it's all just yellow, red, and blue. It's all just, like, the very light yellow, red, blue. It's very pretty. There are, no, well, there are occasionally very bright 
flashes of color in the show, and I think that's what makes them stand out when they do show up, and it's mainly for, like, really, like, supernaturally type things. I like it. Usually everything's very soft. Mm Mm-hmm. It's very nice. So after we get introduced to all the beautiful colors and all that stuff, uh, we get a nice little troll intro, which is a great big part of the show, I'd say. Just trolls in general? Yeah. Yeah. There's a troll. He's there. He's a rock. Yeah. Yeah, they start out as rocky boys. um, The rocks during the day. Yeah. Then they turn into trolls at night. They have big old honkers. They got, like, breadsticks taped to their faces and... It's a fucking schnoz and a half. It is a schnoz. I, th- I think what we're all trying to say here on Storyboard... It's a schnoz. Is that these these trolls got some noses. You can look at that and you can confidently say, Hey, hey, That's a nose. Hey, that is a schnoz right there. Fuck. <laughs> hey, I'm walking in. Get your schnoz over here. Get your schnoz out of my way. Get your schnoz out of the road. I'm walking. Why are you lying right in the road where only your nose is touching the road? That's weird. Are trolls just New Yorkers? (laughs) Hey, Jimmy, I bet you I can't lean on my schnoz. (laughs) I want to see a troll trying to do a plank. But he's like tripoded between his feet and his schnoz. <laughs> no, 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 he's planking on his nose. Fuck! <laughs> so, like, he somehow just got like his nose halfway buried straight down in the dirt, so he's just like sticking to that 90 degree angle. Oh no! If it... And also cheek posing at the same time. No, 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 no. What if a troll got their nose stuck in the ground when they turn into a rock? Uh-huh. And then whenever they wake back up, they can't get up. Because their nose is stuck in the ground. They just dig them out. It's true. Trolls are really fucking strong. They're beefy boys. Anyways. <laughs> Hilda! <laughs> Hilda sees a troll rock, and she sees it. <laughs> and she goes... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hilda sees a troll rock, and she goes, Hey, there's no danger now. But how about if, what if there was? <laughs> she, she tells her, Deer Fox, Fox yes, Deer, Deer Fox, Deer Fox, she tells her pet Deer Fox Twig, who is very good, that they can stay here and so she can draw the troll while it's sunshine. The troll they found is just basically a rock. And then at nighttime, he'll come alive and eat them. Which Twig already knows this, and Probably. Hilda knows this, and but the Troll Rock already knows this. <laughs> but we don't. And he's a rock. I just, I don't know, the, this by far is my least favorite part of the entire show, just because of how unnatural the exposition is. Like, typically it's handled so much better, but here it's just, it really, really grinds my gears. It's a very small offense, I would think. It's a very small offense, but it, it irks me. Yeah. Then Hilda draws it for ten hours. Well, and then first she ties a, first she ties a bell around its nose because she's like, oh, well, if the bell rings, then we'll know it's alive. You know how else you'll know it's alive by looking at it with your peepers or seeing if it's dark. <laughs> Is it dark out? It's a flow chart. Is it dark out? If yes, get out. Or no. you could just not spend nine hours drawing one goddamn troll <laughs> rock, and you could just get on your fucking feet and skedaddle. Yeah, no, she's she, a good girl, and I love her. But yeah, she puts the bell around her. it, and then the troll gets up, he runs after her, and uh, it plays hacky sacks. 
<laughs> it doesn't, but... They run back to Hilda's house. The troll has followed them. She realizes that the troll's in distress because of the bell tied to his She's nose. Sad. She's sad. Yeah, all that's that fucking... driving him crazy. She takes it <laughs> off, and he barfs up her notebook that she had dropped, I guess. I do want to say, I feel like that was a... As in, for an introduction to the character, Hilda helping the troll get the bell off of his nose, I thought that was a very nice, like, character-divining moment, you know? It was a very good introduction to Hilda and the concept of trolls. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the fact that if you fucking tie a bell around the troll's nose, it's gonna cut off that circulation to his schnoz. <laughs> he needs that schnoz blood. That blood... <laughs> That blood's Ah. real important to the health and safety of your schnoz. (laughs) Keep that nice lush gray color. Anyway, someone say the exact line that encapsulates everything you're thinking while you're watching this show. It uh, it cuts to inside, and Hilda's there, like, her hair's up, she's curled around on, on her couch, she's, you know, sipping a mug of, I don't know, something, probably tea, like, twigs with her. It just pans across the whole room, and you as the audience think, wow, it is so cozy in there. And then Hilda says it. She says what we're all thinking. She goes, I'm seriously appreciating the coziness of this room right now. God, I want to be in that room. Me too. Then the woodman comes in. Then the woodman. Then the best character walks on in. This guy. Cue studio applause. (laughs) (laughs) Now... Now, here I will have to say, they do have my bit of exposition that I don't really like. Because uh-huh. as soon as he walks in, the mom's like, oh, the woodman, he just comes in and just lays down. It's rude. It's like, okay, you both of the characters in this room have met the woodman. The woodman has met the woodman. Why did you say the woodman and then say what he does? I felt like that was a last-ditch effort. I felt like that was more directed towards the... Like, she was talking to Hilda, but that was directed towards the woodman. No, yeah, she uh, was definitely smack-talking him at that moment. It's still... Hey, yo! <laughs> she was like... Like, she was facing towards Hilda, and she was like, Man, the woodman always walks in! It's rude! <laughs> Boy... I'm sure glad there aren't any little jerks made out of wood just taking up space in front of my fire! <laughs> That's basically, I think, what was happening there. I like the woodman. He comes in. Oh, the woodman's the best. He, He's he something. Lies down I love him. He just comes in. He just comes on in, lays down on the ground, gets some warmth from that fire, leaves the door wide fucking open. Then complains about the door being open. I love the one thing. <laughs> but they've got a problem. Hilda and Joanna have a problem. What, the woodman? No, they keep, no the woodman is delightful. They keep receiving tiny, tiny threat letters telling them to move or there will be consequences. You know what fixes tiny threat letters? A big threat letter. A tiny gun. A tiny gun. <laughs> That's it, Nick. <laughs> They say no. I can make a gun sound cute. (laughs) Gun Chan. (laughs) Hilda writes out a letter telling telling fills up all for tiny clips. (laughs) Tells the (laughs) tells the tiny people that she's packing tiny (laughs) and. And sends out a letter, um... She uh, sends out a letter saying that her and her mom are very nice and that they should stop being so mean. And then she leaves it out there for them and goes back inside. 
Yes. And then they finished their game of dragons and something else out. Dragon Panic. Dragon Panic. Which just looks like Settlers of Catan. Yeah. They've fallen asleep on the couch. While watching... The Princess Bride. Yeah, they were watching The Princess Bride. <laughs> Thank you. All and right. then all hell breaks loose! Yeah, no, the, uh, the tiny individuals hack their TV, tell them to leave, and then they start throwing everything around. If they're so style. fucking tiny, first of all, like, what the hell can elves do Strong in this boys. show? Like... But I get that they can lift some pretty heavy shit. I mean, I see Alpha lift a conch, which is way more sizable than he is. But they flip over a couch. They launch, like, very large rocks through windows at very tall heights compared they, to them. They, they possess their TV. They, they sign the contract to give them superpowers for 20 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, nobody seems to be talking about how the elves literally possessed Hilda's TV. They're yeah, really helpful. Something. They're like, really helpful when you need to move. They're very small <laughs> hackermen. <laughs> Hackerman. What exactly I can mean, elves fucking do? Anything they set their minds to, Gavin. Yeah, I guess. Fuck. Anything that they get the paperwork in order for. <laughs> sure. Who the hell signs the paperwork? The universe? Yeah. Yeah, they just... <laughs> they just, like, slap the paper down. They're like, here's a pen. Put it down. And the pen just, like, signs it on its own. They're like, it's signed. Creator, we have a bill for you. <laughs> Me too. Ah, shit. Joanna says that if they, uh, says, is all perturbed by this, and she says if it happens again, they're gonna need to move. Yeah, it's like Joanna's upset about her house being destroyed or some shit. Hilda doesn't want to move. She lives in the wilderness, and she likes living in the wilderness. That's because, all she's ever known. So she says to the elves that she wants to fix the problem. No, she writes the elves a strongly worded letter, and she says, Dear tiny people who wrecked my house, fuck you. I'm still packing tiny heat. All the also, best, Hilda. P.S. Also, please, I want, also, P.S. I want to talk about it. It's not P.S. It's P.S. <laughs> also, I'm very upset. But let's talk this out. And then she hides some tiny gun in her little waist bench. And like, <laughs> an elf shows up in her room at night. She can't see him. That's creepy. Yeah, it is creepy. Alfer, that's creepy. Alfer. 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 You know what's creepy as shit about all of this? What? He forged her signature. <laughs> he did. He forged documents. Yeah, um, in Which order is for... probably considered, like, high treason or at least murder in elf terms. <laughs> at but... least murder? <laughs> at least murder. <laughs> no, here's the thing. I don't... With how much elves like paperwork and bureaucracy and all that stuff, I don't know... If it's, like, murder to forge a document, or if people forge documents all the time because you just gotta get the wheels rolling and whatever. Mm. I don't think they're very concerned about getting the wheels rolling. <laughs> I don't know, I feel like Alfred's just a ballsy little guy. Like, I know th I know they like paperwork, but what I'm saying is, like, I feel like elves would forge documents all the time just for the sake of having the paperwork, rather than just doing the thing with no paperwork. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. It's well, hard like, to explain. like, okay. I think I get what you're saying. They want to go out to the supermarket, but <laughs> technically, they haven't signed a contract saying that they can go out to the supermarket. But the only person who's involved in that is themselves. So they'll draw a contract, and they're the only signature on it. They're like, okay, now I can go out to the supermarket. <laughs> I don't think elves are like that. I don't <laughs> think they. I don't think they have to write up a contract for you're every the breath one who they have this to imagination take. exercise. They don't technically have to, but it makes them feel good. <laughs> I bet it does. Do you think elves write up paperwork 
over nothing for fun <laughs> yeah. on, a, on a rainy afternoon? I think they do. Like, Honestly, I think they do. Guys, I'm so bored. <gasps> Wait! Let's alphabetize this paperwork! Yay! Let's they, alphabetize our taxes! They take out a shitload of tiny little receipts yeah. that they just kept from various purchases and they just go through them all inside Oh. It's like heroin for them. Look at <laughs> it's like tiny crack. Okay, oh, there's an elf. Nick, bring us home. Bring us home, Nick. Uh, Hilda meets an invisible small person. He, he says his name is Alfer. He says he's an elf. And elves really like paperwork. So Hilda signs the paper so that she can see the elves. And then he says, Gooey! You just say gooey. I don't know why. Is that... I don't know, but is oh my that, god, he's the sweetest thing and I love him. Is see, that a greeting? I would die for him. <laughs> I don't know. I would kill and die for Alfer. See, it's great because um, we see Alfer. No, hold and, up. I want this answer. Is gooey a greeting? Oh my god. Um, we're going to keep going when you look that up. So Alfer is adorable and he's an elf. But the reason I think why elves are adorable is that their default and only state is distance model. It's <laughs> just have little sticks for arms and legs. They have no detail to their face, and they're adorable! They're cute. They're adorable, Alpha especially. He's a good boy. He's excellent. But the elves don't like Hilda, because she's big, and she doesn't, she can't see them. So her and her mom just, like, step on their houses, which doesn't affect them. It goes right through them, because of elf contract magic. But they were still pissy about it. They don't like it. They okay. still don't enjoy it. Somebody explain Alpha's greeting to me if you know what's up. I am very curious and would like to know. Anyways, gooey where we part. Gooey. What? The gooey part? Yeah, where it goes, gooey. I'm like, what? Alright. What does that mean? Anyway. <laughs> it's how uh, he said hello, maybe? Or maybe it's surprise? I'm not sure. Hilda wants to work everything out with the elves. Alpha says he'll set something up with the mayor. And that's it. They go the fuck to sleep. After. No, actually, they see a big guy. Oh, oh yeah, that's when they see big the boy. midnight giant. They see a very large, hairy neck with a sticking head on out it. from behind the mountains. It's very large. Then he leaves. I like. And then they go to bed. Next uh, day, they go to see the elf mayor. I have here written that Hilda's world was rocked because she found out that she was firmly in the middle of the size spectrum and that she is no lo- she is no longer the biggest boy or the smallest boy. Jorgen's very big is what I'm trying to say. He was like a fucking mountain. So they go to see the mayor. Doing the paperwork right now. Gavin's doing paperwork in the spirit. Got a nice signature. Thank you. That's a nice signature. How about this one? It's ugly. I say that out of jealousy. That's also very nice. That's my famous signature. Alright, they meet the mayor. He's got a fat cat. Fat cat. He is a fat cat. This cat's made of fucking jelly man. It's pregnant as balls. (laughs) It's awesome. Excuse me, I said the cat looks like it was made out of pudding, thank you. Pudding is very important. My fucking bad. The mayor just, like, scuttles around everywhere holding his massive cat. Okay, but pregnant as balls is my contribution. Yeah, that was a good one. I mean, the cat is very small, but he's, like, as big as the mayor. Oh, yeah, it's a fat fucking cat. And it's, like, Peruvian silk. I don't know. 
this mayor is basically trying to either profit off of this cat or like he actually likes it. I don't know, but it's really fucking pregnant and it poops out a bunch of babies in Hilda's hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hilda tries to get help from the mayor. He's like, no, I can't. I won't <laughs> tell you where the guy is who can help. And her, his cat had already climbed in her hair and she's like, well, if you won't tell me, I guess I'm going to keep the cat. He's like, ah! No, no, we got to get Hilda's threat, which was... Tell me where the Prime Minister is, or else I'll let your kitty live in my hair forever. You monster! You fiend, you beast! No. <laughs> he goes, God, you fiend, you monster, you beast! <laughs> and so he tells him where the the Prime Minister is. The cat goes He's back behind to- the waterfall that leads into fi- the Fijord. Fijord. The Fijord. The cat is returned noticeably deflated. <laughs> Listen, this cat looks like a goddamn rapper. It's like a balloon that got let out some of its air, but not all of it. It's a fucking balloon, man. It's it's hilarious. <sighs> anyway. Then we get a little uh, wandering montage up to the, the Prime Minister's quarters, and Alfred's like, Hilda, you can't, you gotta dip, dip at the paperwork. <laughs> no. Then they, she doesn't do the paperwork. <laughs> she doesn't do the paperwork. Rebel. Spoilers. And they fight the um, the elf cavalry, which ride around on little bunnies. They have little bunnies, a bunch of little bunnies, went running at Hilda, and I was like, God, I wish I was Hilda. There's a floppy-eared one, and I love him. Now, I feel like everybody's reaction to seeing the bunny cavalry was different, because Laura was like, oh, I love the bunnies. Gavin was like, I'll fight the bunnies. And, and, and my reaction was, crowd surf on the bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Twig scares the living shit out of all the bunnies and the elves, and then they retreat. Exactly. What a good cavalry. Yeah, they sucked. (laughs) They really did. Um, So Hilda goes to go see the Prime Minister, who is currently in a war meeting with with his his cabinet, (laughs) talking about how they're going to remove the the biggins. Okay, here at Storyboard... We rewinded and watched this part nine <laughs> times, like, courtesy of yours truly, because it's so fucking hilarious. <laughs> Hilda peeks her head into the Prime Minister's office and says, hello, and immediately, in over the f- course of one frame, everybody loses their minds. <laughs> My fit, our favorite. It's just panic. Living shit out of everything. They knock over chairs and people crumple to the ground. It's yeah. hilarious. Our favorite one is this guy on the left who Hilda pokes her head in and he immediately just like books it right to the ground in like less than a frame. It's really good. He just dives straight into the ground. Like not He's under coming. anything, just on the ground. He dives when he dives like towards Hilda, he has lost <laughs> it. Hilda goes no, I'm just here to talk. <laughs> but as as fast as it came. Oh. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and they just put back. the whole room back together. I love the elves. Ah, <laughs> oh, the elves are fantastic. Uh, All right, the elf prime minister says, oh, I can't not, I can't not forcibly evict you. I was sitting there, and the Prime Minister's like, well, I have to evict you at this point. And I'm like, why? What type of magical reason can it be? Like, is it war? Is it tensions? Is it <laughs> Magical war! 
Is it magic war? Is it tensions between the peoples? Is it what? And he goes, I only said it because I knew we'd get me elected. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> what a very fair and valid reason. Wait, hold on. Do elf politicians have to do what they said they were going to do? I mean, generally. They signed the paperwork saying they would. Oh, it's in writing. Yes. Um, yeah, Prime Minister says that the only person who could stop it is the king. Alfer and Hilda decide they'll go to the king in, like, two days? Yes. Yeah, no, in the morning. In the morning. No, well, no, don't they go to Trollburg first? No. Yeah, no, they do. They yeah. go to Trollburg first. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you is this right. Is this when Hilda goes to see the giant? This- yeah, as she's walking home, she sees the giant again, standing where he was before, and... As he's walking away, she's like, oh, I gotta see this guy this time. So she jumps on the... I think we totally just skipped the credits and we went straight on to episode two. We did. did this we? is episode two now. Oh! It's basically one, it's basically one big arc. Yeah. Big giant. So she meets Jorgen. Jorgen. Oh, his name isn't Jorgen yet. I think it was always <laughs> Jorgen. Jorgen. It was always Jorgen, but she doesn't know it's Jorgen. Right now, it's, right now it's just big boy. Jorgen Big Boy Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> she jumps on the head of one of these um, wafts, which are... Yeah, those friends just call him Jiggy. <laughs> <laughs> she jumps on the head of one of these wafts. What's which a waft? Like... They're like bear cat heads. <laughs> and they just fly around. I with love them. little tiny tails that just kind of like float around. And they fly. They're completely airborne all the time, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, they don't have legs. So Except yeah. when they crash. <laughs> they sleep on the ground, too. Yeah. They're um, so cute. Yeah, she jumps on one of their backs and it carries uh, her over to the giant's head. And she lands on it. And she jumps in his ear. And she says, Yo! Yo! <laughs> she goes, <laughs> Yo! And then Jiggy goes, Hey, where my homies at? <laughs> he says, Yo, what's up? And he's like, What? He, she asks, she asks Jorgen why he's been looking at their house, and he says that he was uh, supposed to meet someone soon, and things have apparently changed, and he doesn't know what's going on. <sighs> he says stuff with his voice, and. He has a, his voice actor is. So good. I think as soon as he started saying things with his voice, I just sort of drifted off into the poetry zone. Oh yeah, he. Oh man, I I forget all the nice things he said, but it was very poetic and nice and satisfying. My life was sort of a blur at that point, but I know I liked it. <laughs> Audience, you can't see right now, but I'm drawing a little elf. Oh, it's a little alfer. Ah, oh, it's cute. Oh hey, by the way, is it just me? Or when Alpha says his name, does it sound like Alpha? Yeah, that's why pronunciation doesn't matter in the in Hilda Land. Oh, it's we're me, in, Alpha. We're in nondescript Europe, y'all. It's me, Alpha. Say whatever oh, hi, the hell Alpha. you want. As no, long as no, it, no, it's Alpha. Say whatever the hell you want, as long as it sounds relatively like, yeah, all right. Did I say Hilda told him he's been stood up yet? Oh. Well, you haven't, but he totally fucking has. He's been stood up. Yeah, Giant says I was supposed to meet up with somebody, but they're not here. And Hilda's like, You got stood up, mate. Jorgen. Drop him! Drop him like the weak old laundry they are! <sighs> Jorgen is very nice, which is whiplash from when he seemed very menacing before. 
Oh, There's a lot of nice Madison. things in this show. I don't think it was Madison at all. <gasps> um, I think him with his big old eyes peeking out through the fucking mountains was pretty menacing. The no, 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 no. But he was, but he was like ethereal and stuff. Like you don't feel like he's going to interact with you, but you see him, and it's like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, I was scared. So yeah, Jorgen takes Hilda back to her house. Says thank you for the advice. Uh, it goes off. When do they go to Trollberg? Uh, right now. Right next day. They go to Trollberg. Next day. Bum, bum, they bum. meet some kids. We're probably never going to see them again. Uh, they find a house and then they go back home. <laughs> yeah, uh, Joanne is trying to convince Hilda. That's like, see, the city's not too bad. And Hilda's like, I fucking whatever. hate everything. My name's Hilda, and I hate everything. <laughs> yeah, we get along. <laughs> Then Hilda goes to go see the king, but he lives up on the tallest mountain. And the tallest tower, guarded by the tallest dragon. No, it's a very small castle. There's no dragons, unfortunately. Aw. There's one later. Anyway. Not in this one. uh, I did like the later dragons. Oh my god, fucking so good. What's it called? The Lindworm? Lindworm. Lindworm. I love Lindworm. Lindworm. Uh, No, she flies up on a waft. Does not go as well this time. The Waff is none too enthused to have a little blue-haired girl on his head. And Alpha is none too enthused that she's flying without a permit. Um, she's a criminal. She, well, she's going elf well, jail. No, she's not under elf jurisdiction. Actually, she was already a criminal. Did he say permit? Yeah, he said uh, oh, flying shit. without a permit. Oh, shit. So she goes up to the mountain. She finds the king's little putt-putt castle. Well, they crash... They do crash. The waft goes off, but luckily, because of course, they landed right near the putt-putt castle, and the king just happens to be standing outside filling out paperwork! It's a beautiful day for me. She goes up to the king, and he's like, oh, no! Now I'm drawing a tiny Hilda. Okay. But it's going less good, because it's very small. The king says, no, I can't make people stop trying to force me to evict you. And then Hilda's like, ah! And it starts an avalanche. No, wait, wait, wait. I think I think I could get the king. Okay. No, I'm very, very busy. And what does he say about it? It's out of his hands. You don't even have hands. And that was have a running. Hands. Hands. And that was a running joke that we didn't mention. But trust me, it was funny. <laughs> That's the avalanche. And very says, good audio. And he says. My son, he has a son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, callbacks. Uh, Anyways, Hilda almost dies. Oh yeah, there's a big avalanche, but luckily she ducks into a cave. Yes. Yes. Cave. It was a cave, or was it? It was an ear. It Ugh. was an urinal canal. <laughs> what it was? <laughs> it was. Yes. Hey, can we just take a little bit of time to appreciate how Alpha riding in Hilda's hair is the best thing ever? He's, he's so just sitting there behind her ear. Cute! Oh, wait, he's oh, doing the navigation. Oh, it's oh, awesome. oh. Also, they did get the tiny kittens out of Hilda's hair. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the those. mittens, as they were called. The yeah. mittens. And we didn't mention elf miles. About 500,000 elf miles from here. I'm like, what's that elf kilometers? <laughs> Dummies. Anyway. Metric system, superior system. You're in Europe. It's kilometers. It's kilometers. Oh my god, we forgot the woodman part. Oh right, yeah. Uh, Hilda goes, sees the woodman. He's kind of mean. And then he's he's rude. And then he's named Jorgen. 
Yeah, yeah, the giant. Yeah, before before, before this, they go to or Helda goes to the woodman's house because she saw him reading a book about giants. Makes him let her see the book. It turns out the giants you were like the first ones who lived in that area, and there would always be one giant like looking out for the planet and making sure that there's nothing bad coming from space, which opens a lot of questions that I what, want answered. What is in space? God, I don't know. Majora's they, Mask Moon. They know that there's something in space and they need to watch out for it. What is it? Season two. Tell us, please. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, this actually offers a lot of explanation. It's why Jorgen's still there. It's what Jorgen's name is. Yeah. Well, no, they also say that the giants, the big giants, they're also little giants that we get into later, but the big giants, they used to be around, but then small people showed up. Like humans and junk. And and the big guys, I can only assume that stepping on on a house is like stepping on a Lego, and they really (laughs) didn't enjoy that, so they just kind of left. Peaced out. Well, the humans got really angry and started throwing stuff at the giants and like stabbing Legos. them with sharp sticks. And, and the Legos. giants were like, fuck this, man. We're, yeah, we're out. And then they sort of just jumped as high as they could. So returning back left. to where we were before we forgot we forgot about the woodman part. What did we forget? The mountain stands up. It's a pretty giant lady. She's cute. It's a giant. All I want to do is see you turn into a giant. <laughs> Hilda talks to the giant lady and puts together that this is who Jorgen was waiting for. Yeah, it's the other fucking giant. Way to go, Einstein. And she's like, oh, I was waiting so long. I I must have fallen asleep and the snow blocked my ears. And I'm like, yeah, that's my excuse whenever I sleep through a class two, lady. (laughs) Nice try. And then she starts going, you can't see this, but I'm jiggling violently. She starts going, uh, knocks everything off of her like an inconsiderate asshole. Hilda grabs the castle, then she falls off, but it's caught by Jorgen! Because they're BFFs now. They made friendship bracelets. They did it. That would have taken a really long time for Jorgen. Big fun friends. But <laughs> <laughs> That's my contribution. But still. <laughs> oh wait, Jorgen is a BFG! Oh shit! <laughs> But yes, you, just, uh, just he's a, a big fucking guy. <laughs> hey, we got Doom. I'm packing giant heat and small heat. I'm packing giant heat. And then Jorgen pulls out a normal sized gun. <laughs> 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 Did the lady giant get a name? The, wait, no, 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 hold on. I need to establish this rock, paper, scissors dichotomy. <laughs> so we've got Hilda with the tiny gun, Jorgen with, like, the normal-sized gun that can, that can fight humans, but the elves, they they secretly have the big gun. Nah, they don't get a gun. <laughs> they get the big gun. The elves don't get a gun. There's nothing smaller than them. You can only have a gun no. for something that's smaller than you. No, 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 no. They, they... They have collectively a big... have a giant gun the size of Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> they use their couch lifting powers to pick it up. Uh, but Jorgen and his... I'm against this, but I'm outweighed to the ma- to the one. <laughs> but Jorgen and Mountain Lady, um... they have a very nice reunion, and they you could they love each other so much. It's so freaking happy and tearful, and like they're so cute together, and it's just the best thing ever to watch. And then Mom Hilda comes out the... 
Mom Hilda. Mother comes Hilda. <laughs> Mother Hilda comes out the door and she sees the giants standing there and she's like, What? It's <laughs> so like, what the hell is going on? And Hilda, rather than explaining the giant people, runs up holding a castle. Oh wait, also the giant, also the the king is happy that he didn't die and he lets Hilda stay. Also, but Joanna They resolve not, the conflict. Joanna just cannot see the castle because she hasn't signed the paperwork yet. Yeah. She doesn't sign it for like three more episodes. The king's happy that he's not dead and he makes Hilda not an enemy of the elven people anymore. And everybody's happy and then mom Hilda comes out and she's confused and Hilda says, I'm carrying the castle but we don't have to move! Crunch! A giant steps on their house. Ugh. Just like that. Foot gets Lego. But it doesn't bother them that much because they just keep on walking. It's the same old story of how the foot beats the Lego. <laughs> because it because it would ruin the moment if Jorgen stepped out of their house and was like, Oh! Oh, that hurt! Let Jorgen say fuck. In his I, sensual deep tones. I have a... T- <laughs> I have a small point of contention for uh-huh. this episode. The very end bit. As the giants are walking off, Joanna says they didn't The fact need- that Joanna walked out of the house before she got crushified, and that was cool, a little bit fun. too perfect. Ugh, that was close. But she says, as the giants are walking off, they didn't even notice where they were stepping. Hilda looks down and sees that Joanna's foot is directly in an, el- uh, house, an elf house, and Hilda looks sad about that. But it's like, it's not the same thing! The giants can see humans, but if you haven't signed the paperwork... You can't see the elves. Like, there's nothing to be sad about. Joanna doesn't know there's a house there. What? Like, it's unfair. That was, like, the whole big main theme, is that, like, the parallels between the, the humans and the I giants know. and how they, I know, the tables the, were turned. The and... giants don't have an excuse. The giants can see the humans fine. The yeah. giant had no excuse for stepping on the house. It, I mean, he it didn't kinda, see them. They're big. It, well, it kind of gets in the way of the metaphor when, when you consider that if Hilda and her mom had known about the elves, they would have tried not to step on the houses. Right. Um, but because they... But the giants, they can see Hilda's house, and so it's kind of weird that... It, it kind of messes up the... Well, the giants are quite a bit bigger than people are compared to how big people are compared to elves. Jorgen knows there's a house there. He like, looked at the house. He took the, Hilda back to the house. It's the he only house, see too. It. He walked, yeah, it's like the only house. He doesn't have to worry about it all the other times. He didn't see it. He's way up there, and the house is way down there. Yeah, I appreciate the symbolism for it. But, yeah. Me, too. I'll appreciate you dunking on it. Look at just that Just small bits of it, I just don't appreciate. Anyway. I, I liked just, all of it. I thought it was surreal, and my I held my heart. And tears welled up in my eyes, and I was like, oh Gavin, I have bad news for you. What? Hilda isn't real. <laughs> no. I can't go out, make friends with Hilda, and then ride a waft. No. It's what? not real. Man, no this tea. sucks. <laughs> but anyway, now they must. Doubled our Earth sucks balls, everybody out there. Now they must go to Trollberg. And Alfred's going with them. He's been... They don't have to do anything. <laughs> well, if they want to live in a house. I'm going with you, because if I didn't, the fans would kill Luke Pearson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Alfred comes with them, and he's a good boy, and he's going to live with them. <laughs> yeah, I would have killed him. <laughs> Hilda, I met you a week ago, but now I'm going to move in with you. 
doesn't not like take up a up lot space. of space. That's true. He lives in a cuckoo clock. <laughs> so, yes, now they live in Trollberg. And the rest of the ser- series goes out. And then the rest Trollberg. of the series happened. And then we picked up at the very end. All right. Well, wait, then- wait, 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 wait. Real quick, because I know if we, we, we forgot about something that I know if we don't mention it, we're going to get a lot of crap over from me. Ranking Wednesday? No. Um, Rat King Wednesday! <laughs> Rat King Wednesday! We didn't talk about how the color changes when it's nighttime. Uh, when it's nighttime, like, all the colors are just, like, a, like purplish blue. They're well, all, like, different shades of That's very good. It's because we were too busy being wacky goof-em-ups. <laughs> we were being wacky goof-em-ups. Okay. I laughed. We watched a lot of episodes. Not today. Not today, but overall. We've watched a lot of episodes. Not particularly of Hilda, but, all you right. know... <laughs> Quick summary, she meets um, a boy named David and a girl named Frida. Oh, God. What? (laughs) We're gonna... We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get heated, y'all. Okay, so we've got her two main friends. They also meet a big bird. A big thunderbird! He's named the Great Raven. I love him! Yeah, he's fun. His design is great. He doesn't have a beak. He's just got, like, a bump on his face. It's all the same color. Ugh. I like him. He's my favorite He character. changes size. He's transportation. And then he's friend. He makes lightning. He's, I love him. I love birds. And he's a god! Basically. <laughs> At least they worship him. Like, what? Um, they've got... Um, we know... Oh, Hilda joins the Sparrow Scouts, which is... Important just stuff. Which uh, Frida and David are also in. You know, some stuff happens. They they try to kill some babies. Uh, Hilda practices. <laughs> say they tried to kill God. <laughs> they try to kill some babies. They almost killed Bird God. Um, they they discover a lost civilization. Hilda practices witchcraft. They wrestle the undead. Oh yeah. yeah, that was a fun one. I, the most important um, aspect we need to talk about for the rest of our episodes that we will be going into detail about um, is that there is one episode that um, delved into these people who are called Maras, who are basically like teenagers who have magic powers and to go into people's dreams and like feed off of nightmares. So just teenagers. Yeah. Yeah, they suck. I don't like them. <laughs> They're, I feel like that joke fell flat. They're horrible. You're right, though. You're not wrong. They're horrible creatures that glide around menacingly and appear in my nightmares. So teenagers. They are teenagers. <laughs> they have bad skin and bad attitudes. <laughs> dun, 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 teenagers. <laughs> uh, shout out to Wander Over Yonder for making teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, we should do that sometime. Wander over yonder is a tree. I have seen very little. Uh... Oh, yes. Also, we need to talk about the whole um, issue that happens in the episode literally before the other episodes we're about to watch. Yes. So, real quick recap. It's Somebody... about to get heated. Frida. Pulling she... up these pants. Oh, don't do that. Real quick. Frida, she she's having a problem where her room is messy every morning. And she, we end up finding out that's because... She's a messy fuck! She doesn't actually clean her room. A ghost comes into her, her room and cleans it. Because cause she has a book that the ghost likes. And he cleans her room because he gets to read her book. And he appreciates her taking care of it. So so he cleans her room to, to, to make it up to her. And this had always happened. And she thought rooms just cleaned themselves on their own. 
They say that they're going to get Frida's book back. Hilda uh, does. Hilda um, promises is the contention point. Does. Oh, man, if we were getting into this episode, I would get so hard into how it seems like mm. Alfred's being a jerk about not getting up your expectations and, and all that stuff. But really, Alfred's trying to teach Hilda that, like, not oh. to make promises you can't keep. Yeah. Fair. So, um, they don't get their book back. Oh, and Frida, she is just... Because her room is messing out, she is losing it. She has become completely disorganized. She's it, become irritable. She's... She didn't even help clean up her shit. Yeah, man. We're, let, she is... Let's wait till we get to the end. Oh, uh, So, <laughs> they don't get Hilda's book... Or they don't get Frida's book back. And Hilda goes to apologize to uh, Frida about it. And just Frida loses it at, at uh, Hilda and, and David. Just because they they didn't get her book back. Well, she's been acting like a fucking asshole the whole time to David. She's yeah. okay. Now we can talk things. about this. She is going through things. As you watch the show, you see that she is like she puts herself on a very high pedestal, and I believe it's like her parents have very high expectations of her. Yeah, she's a condescending fuck. Which she has like... issues that she's working out. Look. She does. No, 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 no. no, no. Hold on. Frida, she has based her entire life around being organized, and now she's not organized. Yeah, well, maybe she should learn how to actually be organized instead of being a little asshole that blames everybody else and puts herself on the pedestal. Yeah, but like now that her life's well, well, now that her life's falling apart, she doesn't know how to deal with anything. She she should pick up. Oh, oh, wow, she's having a midlife crisis in all these eight years of her time on Earth. Time. She's going through like one thing right now. Uh, over the one hundred percent of her oh, life, she's me. been organized for that whole time, and now oh, the entire identity is crashing in front of her. That fucking warrants her punching the shit out of David. She doesn't do that. Yeah, she punch. does. She tackles the crap out of David. She does it like once or twice, but that's more because he's. Like oh, the... but you never see her tackle the crap out of Hilda because she knows Hilda could actually take her stupid ass. Well, to be no, fair, Hilda's David was making David's fun of the things she was having that's issues very with. True. David was making fun of her. Yeah, but she makes fun of David on a constant freaking basis. No, Frida's okay. No, she's not your. So, episode ten, the storm. <laughs> There's a storm, a brewing. There's a storm. Hilda is listening to her favorite weather lady. Her favorite meteorologist. Me- what What's her, her name? name? Victoria Von Gale. Yeah. Van Gale. Yeah. Um, and there's a big storm a-brewing. Nice name. Nice name. That's a good nice name. name. Although, if you have the last name Van Gale, then, like... You gotta be a weather person. Yeah, I'm a meteorologist now. Damn. Damn it. Basically, she turns on the weather, and she's like, What's up, weather? And then Victoria Von Gale gets on and says, This is Victoria Von Gale to tell you, It's raining sideways! <laughs> <laughs> it's raining a lot right now! Victoria Von Gale was wrong with her weather report, and she's like, I don't know what's happening. Well, the weird thing about her is that that she shows up in a couple other episodes. Oh, does she? Um, She does at least once. That probably was the one I missed. She showed no, No, actually. It's the Vitra one, uh, I think. Either that or the Mara. But um, she, her whole deal is that she's crazy accurate. Like, down to, she'll say, "Uh, it's going to be raining for the next, like, ten seconds. And then it stops immediately. There's a scene where Hilda oh, literally right. counts it out. I remember that now. Then, I yeah. thought you meant she appeared physically. No, she no. was on the radio. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's raining sideways, and the bird shows up. Oh, wait, no. First it starts snowing, and Hilda's mom leaves, and now Hilda's mom's out in the snow. And the great raven shows up. And he's Hilda like, just sort of curls up inside, which is what you do. 
We have a lot of experience with this, because it did this yesterday. Oh, it's so Guys, funny. the great Raven shows up, and he's the best. I love <laughs> He's him. the best character. He's... For some reason, he doesn't have a British accent. <laughs> he's, like, the is... only American voice in this Wait, whole thing. No, hold on. I want to... I the was... raven was driving the car that was in the that was impeded by the schnoz. <laughs> I wanna I wanna, I wanna establish something that's kind of weird. This is a show with, where everybody has British accents. It takes place in what I can only assume. Sometimes is in... it's Scottish or Irish. Ah, uh, it's usually British, but I think but but it takes place that's in why what I said sometimes. Okay, fine, bastard. It takes place in what I can only assume is like Norway. Because all because a ton of the of the um, wildlife is like very Norwegian, the elves and the giants and all that stuff. Please don't. <laughs> and but everybody has British accents. But then the Great Raven shows up and he's got like an American accent, like like a Midwestern, no, 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 like a northeastern, regular ass northeastern, just no accent. Which well, is weird. Yes, accent, but wrong accent. Which is weird because he's a Thunderbird. That's a very American creature. Maybe he lives in America. <laughs> He's I don't a know. Thunderbird. I don't know. I don't care. I love him. He's great. I love him. He's great. It's in the name. Thunderbird? No, great. Oh, great raven. <laughs> oh, okay, wait. the great raven. Hilda says to make yourself at home. And he the great does. raven takes this as gospel. <laughs> <laughs> he gets him a slice of pie. He gets him Hilda's bathrobe. What, what He's the, like spread out on the couch, like he is at that, home. No, 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 no. He, he he walks up to Hilda's bathrobe, which is like oh, it's like on a chair, and he just like 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 reaches out, spins around, and it's like a cloak around him. Now it is it is a practiced motion. Uh, I mean, I let him into my house, uh, and I he would. looks like a great house guest. He, he does. does. I mean, he boy. took pie and he took cocoa, but like in this large range of things, there's way more use thing, worse things you could do. You could barge in, complain that they left the door open because <laughs> you left the door open, steal their books, and insult their mom. <laughs> you have a valid point. <laughs> Alright, so anyways, they drag the Great Raven's ass over to David's house so they can pick up David. And then they drag the Great Raven's ass over to Frida's house so they can pick up... Oh wait, they don't do that. And then they go to the weather vane. <laughs> right, because there was a troubling broadcast by... What's her name? Victoria Van Gale. Victoria is... Things aren't good with Frida and the gang right now. Yeah. Hilda's like, Victoria sounds like she's in trouble. In danger, even. And something about that line just tickles me. But anyway, there's a big storm going on. They take the Great Raven, they go to the meteorologist lab. And, and they fucking break it. They do. Which, okay, there's one weird part to this. And that is when they walk in, they're like in the basement, like, like nobody's been here for like five years. And I'm like, what? Well, I, thought, I thought that would be like a ghost reveal, but it didn't really... She just doesn't go in the basement, I guess. I mean, they open up another door and there she is and everything's all nice and... I guess so. I, I hesitate to call it neat because she's kind of a mess. Same. Anyway, Hilda, um... No, I'm not... You don't... My room's a fucking mess. Hilda Not see- myself is a mess. Okay. I'm not organized. Hilda sees Victoria... Please take your hand off of my shoulder. What, is it too moist for you? <laughs> Hilda goes to go see Victoria Van Gale and doesn't say the word moist, ever. The word moist is never said in this series. Hey, one of you guys start talking about the plot right now because I've been hogging it. Fuck. I feel like 
I don't know. I, this episode's weird for me because the beginning is necessary <clears throat> for, you know, expositing and all that stuff. And the end is where action happens. In the middle, just sort of nothing happens. Mm-hmm. It jumps yes. around a lot. It's weird. Well, um... We can just get to the jokes I wrote down if you want. I was going to go over a rough estimation of the plot. And you just uh, throw your jokes in yeah. when they're relevant. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Here's, here's the rough estimation of the plot. I'm doing it in like 10 seconds. Yeah, okay. They run around Victoria's office, and she's giving them a tour, and Officer and Poffy and shit. Then Hilda goes off to go see the wind spirits that uh, the Raven, I think, mentions. And she goes there off with the Raven There are weather spirits causing that. the big-ass storm. Yeah, and then David well, well, fucking wait, 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 really does some I... snooping around Victoria's shit because he doesn't think that she's on the up and up. Well, because, yeah, like, they, like him and the Great Raven both are like, she's a mad scientist. Like, she's crazy. But Hilda's She looks too... like one. She's got a lightning bolt in her hair. But Hilda's too, like, starstruck. Like, ah, oh, it's my favorite radio star. You're so great. Every time I hear your voice come out of an audio thing, I really like you. This marks the one and only time that David does something. Ugh. And I'm impressed. So mean. Yeah, I am. No, 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 no. I'm with Gavin on this one. Yes. David... No, 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 no. David doesn't do anything, but that is part of his charm. That's why he's my second favorite character. <laughs> he finds small friends. David is like. Who's your favorite character? Great Raven. Who's your third favorite character? Uh, mm, no. We'll do this later. Woodman. Who's your fourth favorite character? Oh my god, Gavin. I'd say Hilda. Okay, I was waiting for Hilda to get there because I love Hilda. Hilda's she drops the best. Fourth. I love Hilda. All the characters are great. Yeah, David's dumb. Anyways. <sighs> yeah, no. Hilda, uh, okay, all the wind spirits are arguing about fucking nothing, and Hilda goes to moderate. And then once they feel like they've all been heard, they sort of calm down. They leave the storm in. They all just want to be heard. And this teaches you a valuable lesson. Sometimes the other person just needs to be heard, and sometimes the other person just wants to scream a lot. And that's all they need. <laughs> and then that's out of there, and then they're good. So Hilda goes back, and David has her... David has David has a quick meetup with an elf on the hill. Oh, I love this. <laughs> it's like nothing. David's like, "What am I supposed to do?" And the elf is like, "No, I, I wrote down I wrote down this dialogue exactly." David goes, "I just don't know what I'm supposed to do." And then the elf goes, "Are you asking me? I don't know, you kid. Take it easy." <laughs> walks back in his house, and that's it. That's the end of that. We don't see him again. David doesn't take anything from this conversation. It's just somebody... No, David takes everything from this conversation. Like, David is inspired by this, but nothing happened. (laughs) Well, no, see, it's just fantastic, because it's just, like, David's aura of, I don't know. (laughs) And, like, people are responding to it. They're like, kid, calm down. Kid, chill the hell out. What? But, yeah. Anyways, this inspires David to go break into Victoria's bedroom that she said they weren't allowed in. Hilda and Raven come back. Um, David has Hilda look in the room. And they see that there's... That Victoria's holding a baby weather spirit captive. This made me really sad. But not before one of the weather spirits goes batshit crazy because he remembers why he was fucking there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was going to go save his kid Liam Neeson style, but he, but he got distracted by... By an argument. <laughs> it was going to be like like Storm Spirit Taken, but then it was just kind of... It was going to be like Storm Spirit Taken, but then it just turned into Storm Spirit Sesame Street. <laughs> I have a very specific set of skills. Like shooting lightning out of my butt. And raining. Um, and being a cloud. Yeah, Hilda lets the baby out. Um, the and then baby- she dies. 
Well, the baby does. The baby rejoins with its parents, or parent. They leave, but the parent's rampage has already done its damage. The entire place just kind of crumbles down, and Victoria had already gotten out. But we didn't see Hilda. Yeah, yeah we didn't see her get out or anything. We didn't and, see Jack shit. And everybody assumes she's dead. Great Raven's like, oh, no. Shit. You know, she shows back up with, like, David and, and Frida after that. Like, she's there after that? Except that nobody's surprised she's not dead. They're just like, oh, hey, Frida. Or, oh, hey, oh, hey, Hilda. You're well, not okay. Frida. <laughs> we like but you. She she ended up some... See? All right. There, oh, there we go. God. Going Yo. along with the joke. My I'm agreed. Oof. I'm agreed with. Oof. That Hilda had, like, ended up within the parent weather spirit, and she falls down and lands in the wilderness. This is another episode. Yep, but... we've gone to episode... Eh? What are we doing? House in the Woods. House in the Woods. Okay. House in the Woods? House in the Woods. House in the Woods. Take us there. Next episode, House in the Woods. I got a dead. house in the woods. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hilda's dead. No, no, Hilda's not dead. She's in the wilderness. and she's, she's in heaven. Where she belongs. She opens her eyes at the beginning of the episode and it's all white and cloudy. And you're like, oh, she died. No, she was in the weather spirit. No, she swims up to the weather spirit and then she falls back down through it. Laura. What? We got a House in the Woods episode. <laughs> Laura, take us there. I'm trying. She finds the woodman playing elf poker with some elves. And she's like, oh, shit, help me. And he's like, yo. No. <laughs> what? No, that's what he says. Oh, okay. No, that's like, help me, and then one man's like, no. She's like, ah. And he's like, Woodman, help me! No. Please! No. Pretty please? Okay. <laughs> okay. I have to tell you how much the Woodman and I are on the same fucking wavelength. Because while he was playing elf poker, uh, the Woodman just goes, whoops. I just lost something really valuable. And Hilda goes, what? And then I say, you. And then the woodman says, you. Like, Ugh. right after I did, and it was great. He bets Hilda and lo- lost, loses against an asshole forest giant who wasn't nice like the other giants. I laughed really hard. It was funny at the time, all right? <laughs> the forest giant is deeply insecure because he... Because he's like, oh, he's not as tall as the he's old giant. He's a forest giant. He, can't have, he has a Napoleon complex, and it's really funny. <laughs> Which is why I lovingly refer to him as Asshole Giant. <laughs> he shows up a couple of times before this. Uh, the one episode I missed again? No, no. no. Well, he shows up in a dream. Oh. Um, he's in the book that uh, the woodman was reading about, about giants. Oh. Is he a different species? Yeah, he's a, he's a forest giant. Well, I'm assuming he's like a different breed. He's way smaller than the ancient giants. He's a modern giant. Okay. Yeah. Got it. But are they like descended from each other? Because the the ancient giants just left. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe some sort of like, I don't know. Who cares when we got cowboy bunny elves? (laughs) Oh, right. Oh, yeah. um, One of the elves playing poker was like, hey, I'll send a letter to your mom. And it's an email. It's an email. Email. Elf mail. Elf mail. They have a long route of courier elves that lead right to Trollberg, which kind of explains how Alpha's been getting his reports out. Email, when you need to get a contract from place to place. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah, so Hilda writes a letter and he's like, send it to mom. And he's like, okay. And Cowboy Bunny Elf delivers it, along with many other ones. Like, mom, I'm okay. I'm with the Woodman. Can't talk anymore. This is a really small paper. <laughs> she said she was okay before she got Elf bet, then giant kidnapped. Yeah, so the giant takes her to his, like, big trash heap. It's his money heap. His money heap in a big bin. tree. She's like, ah, <laughs> shit. And then the Woodsman comes, or, God, what? Woodman, it's so hard. And it's then the so hard. comes in and he goes, Beast! <laughs> so hard. Um, yeah, the Woodman is like, Hey, help me get my stuff. And she's like, Ugh. And then Hilda goes, Uh, because she's turned into a tree. Nope. <laughs> Wrong show. But no, this, I didn't notice this the first time, but Woodman subtly reveals that he and that he bet her on purpose and that he's been playing a long con to <laughs> yeah. lose a bunch of stuff and then bet somebody into the um, the forest giant's like um, stash. stash so they could let down the like a rope ladder that he bet before and so he could steal all the forest giant stuff. It's fantastic. Oh yeah, this was a fucking long... He was planning to rob this asshole blind for a while now because he calls up to Hilda and he goes, hey, can you pull down that rope ladder I... And then he does air quotes, lost. <laughs> I, uh, lost. Yeah. It was he, awesome. He climbs up there, riling through his stuff, and then Giant shows back up. He's like, no. Hilda, now, Hilda's under the impression that Woodman is reclaiming his belongings <laughs> from his gambling pursuits. Woodman is not doing that. He is rather reclaiming his belongings and also robbing him blind. <laughs> well, see, I feel like this this started with the woodman losing, like, one thing. And he's like, hmm. I'm going to get that back and then I'm going to get you back. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, but they escaped the forest giant. Woodman's be set for life scheme. <laughs> He lives out in the woods. He buys nothing. He drinks mud. Mud? Like, what does he need money for? Spite. To gamble. <laughs> yeah. That's it. He um, needs more money to gamble. <laughs> Woodman and Hilda, they're journeying through the woods trying to get back to Trollberg. Woodman doesn't know how to get back. He's, he just doesn't know. They're all um, lost. But they're gonna lie down in the woods, make camp. And then they find... Woodman just wants to lay down in the middle of the fucking road. Then they find a house, a cottage in the woods, and they go inside, um, and it's nice in there. It's really nice. They sit down by the fire. They've got their favorite tea brewing. They've got one of my favorite Woodman lines, which is... Hilda says, no, no, you can't just take all the stuff without asking. He's like, ah, that's fine. And she's like... "Ah." We're sorry. We 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 really we, we don't mean to to be rude. And then Woodman like like looks over and says, "She doesn't speak for me." <laughs> like Woodman knows what he's doing, and he just does not care. He's, oh, he's a smart boy. He's just a he's just care. a rude boy too. <laughs> they find that this house is empty, but is magical and able to give them whatever they wish to have. Except yes. they can't leave. Yeah. They can't leave if they go out through the window. Then it just spits him back. Back in the fireplace. Uh, fireplace, yeah, it does that. If they go out through the fireplace, it spits them back through the window. I presume. Probably. Yeah, if they if they go, if, but then they go up the stairs and it like leads them into this crazy labyrinth. MC Escher shit. Which I thought, which I thought was weird, because Hilda went up there earlier and just slept down in a room. Well, that's oh. because at that point she was going up there with the intention of going to the attic and leaving. That's right. That's right. Yeah, she wasn't trying to leave last time. Yeah. Um. 
But then there's one bit where they see, like, a, where Hilda sees a bunch of pictures of people who are important to her, and Woodman sees, like, a female Woodman. Which uh, look, just looks like a Woodman with the wig. I <laughs> thought it was Woodman back when he had hair. <laughs> <laughs> Which, oh, man. Because uh, the only one Woodman loves is himself. That's true. Well, he got hurt when his he, wife died. <laughs> and he never loved it, again. Oh. Yeah, this was taken back before my wife died. But Since the then, I lost all my hair. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a picture of just like a log, which I can only assume was the woodman's that child. That was his wife. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> it's either his wife or child. That was his wife, I'll have you know. You're right. No, 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 no. no. The acorn that they saw, and there was also up there, was his child. That's it. Uh, Alfred and Twig had gone after Hilda... And they also, in the meantime, run into Great Raven, and they run into the house, they open the door. And Wait, what about when the Great Raven punches the asshole giant in the face? That was very good. He doesn't... And Dick. Oh, right. <laughs> he, well, he, like, uh, he, like, flies in and smackos the, um, the giant because he was going after Alpha and Twig. Like a big bully. And then Forrest Giant's like, I'm gonna smash you! And then and then the Great Raven with that flinching just flies up, turns into a big boy, and then Forrest Giant's like, oh, I'm he, gonna leave now. He flies up, turns into a big boy, and says, get on your knees, mortal! <laughs> then the good old GR, Gregory Rombolus. Uh, what? Gregory Raven. Great Raven. Oh. oh Gregory Raven, that's it. Nick, <laughs> that's his name. That's his name, Gregory Raven. Gregory. Come into the light. Right. Come into the light. Come yeah. to the light, Gregory. Gregory, come to me. Stop! Come to me, Gregory. Stop. Come to me, Gregory. Gregory, put the sun into Yo, this Yo, okay. Come to the Raven. Sp- put the sun into this cup, then you got Sunny D. Raven. <laughs> We're gonna Ray- bottle and sell this shit, Gregory. We're gonna be rich. Raven. Twig and Alpha get to the place. Why weren't we this funny when way back when we did the go- over the garden wall episode? <laughs> they go in, they close the door, and now they can't leave. But they're then all, they're all trapped. But yeah. And Hilda has the idea: if we keep thinking of things, then the house will get tired. It'll and... be like it'll be like when you spawn a bunch of melons into Skyrim and it just freezes <laughs> and, just... and crashes. <laughs> Exactly that. It's it's literally exactly that. That does happen, and everything starts glitching out, because there's, like, a big pile of things, and Hilda's just, I just want a way home! Wait, 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 real quick, I do want to mention, like, like, like what everybody wishes for, and what that says about their character. <laughs> Hilda's like, okay, I want, like, I want, like, a porridge and some nice, some nice, um, beer. <laughs> That's not true. Hilda gets wasted <laughs> off her ass. The woodman wants a nice mahogany table. I couldn't, I couldn't. I couldn't think of the other thing that Hilda wanted. So it's alcohol. <laughs> Give me some booze. Alfred wants a new notebook in the scroll because, of course, Great, Great Raven wants a bunch of shiny shit. He wants shiny stuff because he's a bird. Oh, no, 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 no. He wants. Yeah, he's a bird. He wants, like, a shiny medal and then a trophy and then also a cheeseburger because he's hungry. <laughs> and then Twig gets a tug rope. But he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. It's not, it's real. not real. This doesn't smell real. It smells like lies. <laughs> Usually my tug ropes smell like 
slobber. Yeah. Yeah, Hilda's like, I just want a way home! And a magical door appears. Thousand's is like, fuck fine, god shit! God, fuck fine! Just ask! Get out of me, god! You never asked to leave. <laughs> a magical door opens. It's like a reverse vampire house. Yeah. Vampires can leave whenever they want, but if you're not a vampire, you have to ask to leave. <laughs> a magical door opens at Hilda's house. Joanna opens it. Hilda and the gang stumble out of it. They make a fucking mess. Hilda's like, I'm not dead. But Joanna's then... like, Hilda, you've been dead for 30 years. No. Time moves Ooh. slow. Time moves slower on the inside. Of what? <laughs> the house. It's like the land of the Lotus Eaters in Percy Jackson's situation. Stupid, stupid oh God. bullshit. The mess disappears, and everything's good. Episode 12 is the Nissa. Um, How does this one start? I have no idea. Fuck. I don't think it does start. <laughs> it opens up with all the Sparrow Scouts getting ready for their end-of-year trip. And Hilda and David are sitting there all worried because, like, yeah, they had a huge fight with Frida, but, I mean, they don't care about that anymore. I mean, she said some hurtful shit like an asshole, but whatever. It's been a while. You know, live and learn, forgive and forget, all that stuff. And they're worried about her because she's still not here and they don't want her to miss out on a badger opportunity because she doesn't have this one yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Joanna and Hilda go out shopping for supplies and stuff for the camping trip. Joanna mentions that all their camping stuff has gone missing, and she guess she must left him at the old house, whatever. Uh, they Probably run got in- fucking destroyed. <laughs> they run into a creature called Anissei, just sitting on the sidewalk, and Hilda's like, needs help, and Joanna's he looks very like- aggro about it. And Joanna's like, he's a fucking bum! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she goes off on this guy. She hates him for Joanna some goes, reason. Yeah, I'll fucking help you, all right. <laughs> no. <laughs> She's like, oh, that's Anissa. Somebody must have thrown him out with the trash he is. She doesn't say that last part, but she, <laughs> yeah, she much, does. It's very much implied. Misses um, are house spirits that, from her understanding, are invisible when they live in the house, but can be kicked out by the house owners if they've been doing naughty stuff. They've been naughty. Okay. They've been naughty. I regret my choice of words. Basically, um, theory corner, it's heavily implied that Joanna had a Nisse or some shit when she was young because, I mean, she just, Joanna's not the hating type. No, she's normally very nice to, like, all the creatures that Hilda befriends, and this time she's just very mean. Oh, and Hilda takes a bite out of the baguette while she's walking. It's it's adorable, it really is. And also a relatable, just like, yeah, I want to take a bite. It was right up there, it was right at mouth reach. I mean, come on. We see the Nissa. He's he's homeless. So obviously Hilda can't fucking forget about it for nine seconds. Yeah. She's a oh, sweet girl in But really yeah. quick, I do want to mention that they have been... They've been um, hyping up this, like, monster that's been going around. It's like this black hound. Yeah, but who cares? Big black dog. Well, everybody, <laughs> well, everybody cares because they're like, oh, I heard something about a monster. It's, going around. It's, like, it's eating three people. Yeah, it ate people. <laughs> It did, it did eat people. So, but they go to Frida's house to see how she's doing, and she's handing out with a mysterious teenager. <gasps> a new friend who's very mean. She's really Is, mean. Are we getting Snake to do this podcast now? Mis- 
mysterious teenager. Kept you waiting. Huh? Have you guys ever heard Snake talk for an extended period of time? No. It is ridiculous. I've only heard people make Snake. I've only heard people making Snake um, impressions. I've never heard the actual You'll, guy. Oh, I'll have to show you some. People, as in Nick and Snake Gator. <laughs> Me. Snake. Okay. Solid snake. Snake. Solid snake. Solid snake. It's a problem because they got rid of him in Metal Gear 5 and, and they and they replaced him with Keith or Sel- with Keith or Sutherland and it's like he he he, he doesn't sound as ridiculous enough. <laughs> okay. It's me, Brig Boss. Freya made new friends because One new friend. She's Here's the thing. Terrible person. Frida feels like, well, well, if I can't go up to heaven and fucking show up God, I guess I'm gonna go to hell and what? kill Satan. <laughs> what? She does kind of have a little flip flop there, doesn't she? Well, yeah, no. She she's like, all right, I guess if I'm not perfect, I'm horrible, and she starts hanging out with bad friends. All right, and, hold on. And... Can I get into this? Yeah, sure. So Wait, I think we should get into this later. Okay. I think this is final thought, thoughts territory. Okay. Well, anyways, um, Frida makes new friends and is just sort of like not abrasive, but just cold towards She's David and really Hilda. Cold. There yeah. is definite tension between her and the friend because she wants she wants to go back to Hilda and David. I'll get into it later. At this point, she really doesn't. She well, just wants to hang does. out with her new. She friend. does soon. I'll get into it later. She, we'll get into that later. But anyway, they go to the camping trip. Um, they're having a nice time. But then they now see... then, who else do they run into but good old Tontu? Oh, yes. <laughs> he says his name is Tontu. We point. skipped over a lot. Yeah, ah. who cares? Yeah, and, long story uh, short, hello, my name is Tontu. Tontu the Nissa tells um, Hilda that Tontu or Nissas actually live in like. A place that is the combined unused space of homes, and most homes already have one. A Nissa and Hilda's like, you can live in my home. And he's Which, like, okay. The Nissa concept is so cool. That's fucking dope it. as shit. I always want to use all the space in my house to make a secret room. Right. I like secret bases and shit. <laughs> but I think that, that that's like such a whimsical idea. So it's like any area that's just kind of like unused and like you can't really get behind to the it. fridge, behind the couch, that little space in the back corner of the top shelf. All of it becomes a con- like all of it becomes a joint room. It all combines, and then it's a big old room for the Nisse. It's very nice. It's all pink and squishy. Mm-hmm. And then shit that you lose, shit that falls back there, shit that's gone lost and unloved for a long time. Boom! That's the fucking misses. Uh, so they unless sometimes they just steal random stuff that got dropped that day. Yeah, like, because yeah. they're assholes. Like what happened with the uh, Frida's book? Yes. Um, also, and Hilda's like, science homework. And like Hilda's entire misses just kind of really mean. Yeah. Um. Hilda takes. Tonsu back to her house. Well, what do you want? You showed her another Nissa, and Nissa don't like Nissa. Yes, yeah, so there's a Nissa in their house. Snacks and like they have a like, big fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joanna gets home and is only sees our big fluffy boy Tonsu and is like, hey, "Get out!" So he said, "Get out, you little creature." You disgusting monster! I hate you. Zoom forward to the to the um camping trip. Camping trip. Joanne is like, "Are you sure?" But what if monster? And then the the troop leader's like, "No monster! Come on!" Joanne's like, "All right, and go home." <laughs> oh, don't worry, we're fine. This is private property. Sure, 
Sure, yeah, that's gonna keep the monster. That up. monster is breaking the law. You're breaking the law, Black. You're breaking the law, Black. You can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> Eating people's illegal. On the trip, uh, on the trip, uh, David and Hilda run into Tantu again, and they're like, "We'll get you some food." Tantu's just tonight. sitting there, acting like a miserable fuck. Oh, he's. Hilda he can't help but pity He him. is hilarious. He, he can, like, barely light a fire. They're like, oh, that's a nice weird sculpture you got over there. And he's like, it's my bed. That's <laughs> my turn. <laughs> so later that night, Hilda and David go to bring some snacks to Tantu. What happens next? Well, 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 well like, Tantu, like a, like, a couple of times says, like, ah, great, it's you. Yeah. Like, I don't like, like, I don't like you. Well, really he doesn't like say I don't like you. He's just, like, very un enthused about seeing Hilda. And He's Hilda, kinda like the woodman. Hilda won't take a fucking message. Like the woodman, but less chill. <laughs> yeah, okay, no, what? the woodman's chill is, is fuck. Oh, right, okay, now I Yeah, then they run into the cult following. Yeah, so uh, Hilda and David run into the Maras, who are telling stories of nightmares they've caused in the past, and Frida's with them. Oh, Whoa, we new friends Did we establish that the Mara were, like, they were nightmare spirits who were also teen? No, I'm pretty sure yeah, I mentioned did. that at the we beginning. Did. We did, did mention that. that. And here's the thing, a lot of hints are dropped that Frida's new friend is a Mara because... She keeps, like, going places and showing up places, and you're like, how'd you get there? And she's like, don't worry about it. And oh. she's, like, master, she's, like, god-tier manipulative as shit towards Frida. Oh, yeah. And her hair's shaped like the ghost. About the second time I saw her, I was watching this with my sister, and I leaned over, I was like, is she yeah, one of the, the assholes? <laughs> uh, I'm, the first time she, she just showed nods. up, I'm like, oh, she's Amara. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, good job. Fucking one up me. I'm sorry. Jerk. It's the only other teenager we've seen in the thing. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's a pretty. <laughs> honestly, season two big old plot twist would be if you should give us a teenager that's not Amara. Uh, jokes on you guys. I knew she was Amara from before I even saw her because oh, I saw like 15 Tumblr posts about her. Uh, David goes off on the Maras. Yeah, David's, like, fearless when it comes to Mars now. David slams them. Being a bunch of bitch assholes talking about people behind their fucking backs! That's what he said for him. Yeah, that's it. Word for word. Then Big Big Monster Dog shows up. Everyone freaks out. So, okay, so the Maras sacrifice Frida within, like, 0.2 seconds. Yeah. And they peace out and teleport away. But <laughs> they can vaporwave their waves, like, out... They can vapor they can away from it. They can vaporwave! They can vaporwave! <laughs> they can vape away from any situation, <laughs> whatever they want anyways. Why did they have to sacrifice Frida? And then Nick leans over and goes, because the Mara aren't going to pass up an opportunity to be a bitch. And I'm like, ah, oh, you right. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Vaporwave. Vaporwave. <laughs> but I also like vape away. Vape away. They can vape away anytime they want. Uh, oh, oh, oh! That is also like the one part where you see really bright green in the series, and it that very much stands out as something freaky, and I love it. Yeah, bright green is typically evil. Yeah. So bands back together. Frida, Hilda, David. They run away from the Black Hound, who's chasing them. 
uh, Frida figures out he's hungry, even though he hasn't. Even though he's just kind of been angry. So Hilda throws her, throws the the dog the best snack food I've ever seen. Jorts. It's a jorts. Ba- it's a bag of jorts. It's like cheese. It's but they're shaped like shorts. They're called jorts. It's very good. <laughs> uh, so he so the, the hound gets distracted. The camp master's like, ah, oh, you shouldn't have ran away. And then they're like, oh, but now there's a monster. And they all evacuate. Yeah. Also, while Frida and Dave, or Frida helps David pack up and they kind of make up. Yeah, they do. Yeah, David was really upset that Frida would rather hang out with a bunch of jerks than him. With a bunch of people that uh, that actively attacked him. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that's well, I mean, of... Frida actively attacked him, too. Yeah. Um, but then they leave, and I think that's the end of the episode. Then we get to the final episode of the series, Blackhound. Well, the current final episode. There'll be right. more in 2020. Final episode of the season. 2020 um, can't come fast enough, right? I can't see 2020 coming. Well, there you have it, folks. The world ends in 2019, <laughs> as prophesied by Nick. No, no, no. You, get, you, you guys don't understand. I what don't a s- good vision joke no one's made before. Oh, fuck. You wear glasses. Yeah! <laughs> I didn't think it was a glasses joke. Yeah, it's a glasses joke. Oh. Because 2020 vision. Which he and I don't uh, I can't see it. I mean, I can't see 2020 either. What's the last one called? I don't wear The Black Hound. The Black Hound. The yeah. Black Hound. Coolest episode name. Not my favorite episode. Oh, what? Well, we'll get into that. Um, but let's let's get through this really quickly. Okay. The gang is going around looking, well... Looking for Tantu to make sure he's okay. And for the house that he used to live in, which was yellow and had a duck pond. Because we gotta fix his problem, even though he repeatedly said, I don't want you to help me fix my problem. Well, Hilda's looking for Tantu because she's an obsessive fuck, but the gang just wants to get out and help Hilda get a badge. Yeah, because she didn't. Oh, because she doesn't want to be a disappointment to her mom. That's the who's B gonna plot. Disown her. That's the B plot. There yeah, is, that's the B plot. There's a badge ceremony coming up where everybody gets the badges that they've earned. Basically, her mom sits. Hilda's mom sits her down and says, "Now, Hilda, if you don't have any badges, I'm gonna disown you as my child, and I'm gonna feed you to a troll myself." She does not. No. But it's implied. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hilda's just busy helping other people all the time. Even when they obviously do not want it in the case of Tom 2. Like, okay, this is what kind of... Okay, this is the first thing that kind of bothers me about this episode. And that is that Hilda passes up on the opportunity to get the badge because she wants to look for Tom 2. Why are you looking for Tom 2? Why do you have to look for him right now? It's... Um, because she thinks that he might have gotten fucking gobbled. But she looks for him all day in the town when she should have just... And the other thing is she's looking for his house. I mean, it's weird because we, the audience, know that Hilda's mom personally killed Tantu, but Hilda thinks that he might have gotten (laughs) gobbled by the Black Beast, and so she wants to make sure he's alright. Well, yeah, no, she just drops the badge challenge to go get, to go find Tantu. I mean, that's Hilda's entire deal. She's just chaotic and doesn't like to go around and be told what to do. She likes to Uh, do it her way, which begs the question, why is she in the Sparrow Scouts? But I think that's more... Because she's a friend to every person, animal, and spirit. She's being a very good spirit friend. She likes their morals, but she doesn't like, go pick flowers. I agree with you, Alright, this I agree is boring. With you. I really like you guys. Hey, Hilda, wanna do this? No! Don't tell me what to do! I'm gonna do this! I'm gonna do this! Don't! Don't! Get out! 
Okay, go pick flowers, Hilda. That sounds boring. Hey, David, let's go see the ratchet. <laughs> oh, they are. Why couldn't we just go to the park? <laughs> Say it. But Hilda, why couldn't we just go to the park? Well, David, we were going to go to the park, but you decided to open up your little bitch mouth, and now we're going to go see the Rat King. There it is. That's been like a joke in our group for the we, past we love, we for like love month. The Rat, King. <laughs> the Rat King's the best one, and that's me and my sister's favorite joke. Anyway, so the whole time uh, Hilda's also talking to other Nesses and finding out that Nesses all over the city have been being kicked out of their houses for making messes and shit, which they say they're being framed for. But my, but Hilda's but mom. all the Nesses are lying because they suck. <laughs> That's not that Nesses don't like each other, a Nesse does not trust another Nesse. That's a yeah. weird thing. Like I do not know I know that they're territorial, but why do all Nissa hate all other Nissa? Because Nissa suck and they're lying. <laughs> Hilda's mom knows it. She because knows they there's, suck. Good lord. Because there's not a lot of room for Nissa. They get the table scraps of, of the houses, so to speak. There's not a ton of space for Nissa. That's fair. Yo, yo, step off. Step off. This is mine. My, yeah. My house. I will, I will literally bite your head off. They do. Tantu and Hilda's Nissa get in a huge-ass fucking rumble. Well, Gavin, Hilda's Nissa is, is named Tantu. Yeah. They're, they're all named Tantu. They're all named Tantu. They, well, they also no, say that. The main Tantu is named Tantu, and then all other Nissa will be referred to as that other Nissa. <laughs> yeah. Because they're not as cool as Tantu. Right. Tantu makes them cocoa at the end of this episode. You so know Hilda can't find Tantu, and she doesn't get the badge. The next day she's going out, and by happenstance she finds the uh, house that Tantu used to live in. And she talks to the owner of the house, and the owner of the house says one night she found Tantu had made a gigantic mess and kicked him out. Do you think you might have been mistaken? No! Well, alright. God, what happened next? She finds Tantu in, in her garbage can. Oh, right. He just has a couple of books and he's reading them. And she's like, Tantu! And he's like, oh, hey. it's you. And then he turns the page. Yeah. It's like, God, Tantu's fine. Don't spend the whole day on him. Yeah, no, this is actually where she gets really upset and disappointed about that bullshit. And then Tantu's like, oh, wait, shit. I'm going to go catch up with her. It's like, Tantu was being all passive-aggressive. And maybe he did actually appreciate what Hilda was doing for him. Yes. Maybe not. I don't know. It's weird. It's hard to read him when he's just a... It's hard to read him when his entire face is his hair. Yeah. So they go to the badge ceremony. Hilda... Tantu hides out in the empty space of the the lodge. Yeah. Hilda doesn't get any badges, but then Tantu crashes the party. Her mom pulls out a hatchet. (laughs) No, <laughs> and then doggy print or dog big dog big dog just falls out of the ceiling and just big starts, old boy big starts boy. gyrating violently and everybody panics. <laughs> and then the dog chases through through all the Nissa spaces and ends up in Hilda's house. And this is the other thing that really really bothers me about this episode. Well, no, actually, I'll go over it later. I'll go over it later at the end of the episode. Yeah, they're going through all the Nissa spaces. One of which spits them out at Frida's room, but Hilda also finds Frida's book and leaves it on her bed for her. So that's been Resolved. taken care of. Well, how does anybody lose anything at this point when they know that Nissa are a thing? Like, why don't they just be like, maybe the Nissa took it? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's not like that's, I mean, it's not like they can go in their shit and fucking look, you know. We're coming towards the end. 
So, yeah, they end up at Hilda's house, and Hilda's Nesse jumps out, uh, threatens the dog with a mop, but then, they know each other! The dog is the Nesse's old puppy, Jelly Bean! Because the puppy was old and abandoned, and nobody loved it, so the Nesse took it, because that's what they do with old abandoned things that aren't loved. But then the Nesse's parents made her get rid of it, because it was going to get too big. Also, they established that they're like a... Kind of like a... It's like a special wolf. It's like a special yeah. big dog. They get huge. Yeah, they get big. Yeah. They get big old. Well, they probably get regular sized if you're a giant. <laughs> I'm just for a giant. <laughs> Why are they like teacup poodles for a giant? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Anyways. So now the cops are on their asses. Fucking the fuzz shows up and what? they pull oh, out. Wait, 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 wait. It's not even the cops. Johnny Law pulls out a goddamn bazooka. Wait, hold on. Also, when they get there, they're like, wait, didn't you eat people? And the dog bars up three people who go <sighs> running out the door. Yeah. So like, he did on. kind of eat people. <laughs> so oh, it's I Jelly ate. Bean. Wait, Jelly Bean ate people. So oh, I ate a little people. I mean, come on. He ate a little bit of people. <sighs> no and one else the... was feeding me. And then the, um, the safety patrol come in. The um, what, like whatever they're called, like the like the city watch, and you think like okay, city watch, they're like guys in orange vests, and like they're watching for like they have actual know. big guns. No, this they're D D ass motherfuckers no, 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 no. with cowboy hats. One of them has lost an eye. Straight up, this town goes straight bloodborne in one day. <laughs> like oh, it's the night of the hunt. <laughs> they go out and they're hunting beasts. <laughs> they got guns. They got guns! They're they carrying around rifles! They were just net guns. They, they reveal later they were just net guns. And the nets were way too small for that dog. Yeah. But it's yeah, like, also, a terrible plan. also Joanna came back as taking it all in stride, honestly. It's like... <sighs> Which is what she does best. That, that's what you gotta do. It's a big dog now! That's what you gotta do when you're Hilda's mom. You've yeah. got the big... You've got the big dog! <laughs> So, Hilda, I let you keep Twig. I let you keep Alpha. <laughs> I let you keep the Raven. <laughs> the Raven doesn't live with Hilda. The Raven does whatever the fuck he Even wants. Even Zan, I feel like from 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 Joanna's perspective, it's yeah. from Joanna's perspective, the Raven is a god. <laughs> That's right. So uh, cool. You've made friends with Bird God. Mom, <laughs> I made friends with God. That's fine, honey. <laughs> now they gotta outrun the fuzz. The, nest, the two Nesses, um, Hilda and Joanna, pile in the car with Jelly Bean following them. And now they're careening towards the wall after a bunch of hijinks. Oh yeah, the dog, like, gets on their car, dick to the... His, no! di- his dick no! is on their windshield, no! and they can't see shit. So they go plummeting off a cliff <gasps> and straight into the Trollberg wall. Yeah, and the Nesses do a thing... Where they, like, pull the car into empty space. Well, they they established earlier on that the Nissa, they don't like going in the, um, into, like, the empty space in the, like, outside. Because that's the empty space of all outside. It's yeah. really big, and you might not even come out. Mm-hmm. It's connected to every bit of outside space in the world. They're in that. Tantu and the car, um, are separated from Jellybean and the other Nissa, and they come out. What a convenient way to get Tantu to live with Hilda and the other and the other, the other Tantu two out of our hair. and the dog out of our, our fucking lives. Yeah, so the car comes out. The car is fucking busted but everyone else is fine. And now Tantu lives with them 
and oh, things are good get, with Frida again. We get an ending scene. Oh, where, fuck, that was good. Uh, it was awesome. Where the woodman is just standing by Hilda's house wreckage, and it sucks. And then the the big dog and Tontu come by, and Woodman bald goes... Bald Tontu. Yeah, bald Tontu. Bald girl Tontu. Hilda's original Missa. Yeah, and the big dog come by, and, the, and they're like, Oi, what's all this mess? Oi, what's going on here? Woodman's like... The young girl, girl made... and, her, and her mom used to live here. Then their house got... She made friends with a giant, but then their house got stepped on. Nessa says, did she learn her lesson? Nope. In fact, I think she's likely to do it again. It was a very good And then it, And then it pulls out, and it's all beautiful, and oh, that's cute. It's like, oh, Hilda and her hijinks. No, 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 no. Uh, now we're fighting again. Wait, no, 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 no. Real quick, <laughs> I want to hit on why I really am kind of against this last episode for a couple of reasons. Why? Why? I'll you wrong, you stupid idiot. So, I already talked about, like, Hilda's like, oh, no, I, I can't get the badge because I gotta find Tantu, even though he said he didn't want help. And then she gets, and then she's like, oh, Tantu, I can't believe you're not grateful for me doing this. Even though Tantu said don't. Um, <laughs> but the other thing is that they've been establishing the Black Hound for, like, four episodes at this point. You're thinking, like, what is this thing? And, it's a puppy. Yeah, but they just find it in the Nissa space. Which, oh, right. We didn't even go through that. Which they say that, um, that, which they establish like, oh, only Nissa can go in the Nissa space. And it's like, oh, well, they just find the Black Hound because he can go into Nissa space too. Well, he learned how to when he lived with Nissa. Which is the other thing that I don't like because they... Nick just doesn't like something that you build up to that is resolved by something that is introduced uh, after the thing that they, you were building up to. I don't. Which is a valid... I mean, that's just how shit happened, but Nick just doesn't like it for whatever Well, no, reason. I don't like it because if you if you establish a, um, a mystery um, way before you establish the method by which it is resolved, it gets really... Well, no, it's not just that... They say the Black Hound... And you're wondering, what is this thing? And they keep building it up as a big threat, and it's eating people. And the way that they deal with that threat is literally just like, oh, we ran into the person who owned the Black Hound. Because they they kind of... Because it just so happened that it was the Nyssa that lived in Hilda's house. Which is, just seems kind of convenient. And as soon as it meets up with that Nyssa, it goes from straight up trying to kill people, and actually eating people, to... I'm a big puppy now. His eyes literally go from being like all dangerous and glowing to puppy eyes, and it's like it just completely healed. Yeah, because he met up with Hissa, with Hilda's Nissa. Hissa Nissa. He met up Misa. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> he met up with Hilda's Nissa, who like owned the puppy, and puppy was like owner, which is already con- which is just convenient. It's just like. That's fair. They weren't esta- they they established it as a threat and then they just diffused the threat. Well, no, like they they established okay, he can go into the Nissa space and then he can go. What into- do you want, Nick? Hilda already they- died. <laughs> but they didn't. But they didn't establish. They established a lot of this. Joanna's really- mom about killed her. <laughs> they established mom. Joanna about killed her. But they established this stuff rapid fire. They 
they say, okay, here are the Nyssa, and only they can go to Nyssa spaces. But no, the, no, the Black Hound can go to Nyssa spaces. But then five seconds later, like, they could have made it kind of an interesting mystery. Like, well, where's this thing going all the time? Like, we can't find it. Yeah, not they, everything's a mystery. We didn't actually say, we we forgot that while the dog was going through all the Nyssa spaces, it was making the messes that the Nyssas were being framed for. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the dog was making all that shit, but whatever. Which just, like, it's establishing a bunch of things that weren't really connected and saying, like, oh, but actually they were connected because just reasons. It. Eh. I, I wasn't crazy about that. And it made it, it kind of irritated me that this is what, that they were kind of fixing a lot of plot points in this little mini arc. Like, they say, like, okay, Frida just kind of apologizes. There's no, like, actual confrontation there. It's just yeah. Frida realizes that she was doing a bad, but nothing actually happens to her to make her realize that she was doing bad. Nick, yeah, your opinion is valid and highly appreciated. Thank you, man. Fuck Frida. Okay, yeah, I, we can okay. get Frida now. I was about to say yes. I have oh wait, a... wait 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 mm. real quick real quick. I just want to say that the last thing that bothered me is that the whole B plot with with her mom just kind of doesn't go anywhere. She's just like I I it's fine. I still love you. With the, I mean, the what? Badges? What are you gonna I mean, do? Are you I gonna mean, get pissed off at your daughter for not having badges? Well, well, yeah, well, at if that point. Well, if there's yeah. not gonna be any resolution there, then why even make it a B plot? I mean, Hilda's mom isn't gonna sit there and be like, "Fuck you, you little chotch. <laughs> you said you were gonna get you more what? badges than me, what, and what now you, you got nothing." What word did you say? Chotch. What the fuck is that? It's a funny little word. Okay. <laughs> I don't what? think it particularly means anything. Okay. It's just fun to say. Okay. It sounds like an insult. It sounds like something awful. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, I will say. Frida, like, if you're I gonna, did. If you're going to have that. Damn as, it, Nick. Okay, but I want to get this real quick. Say it. If you're going to establish this as a B-plot that have some interesting resolution to it that everybody doesn't say, like, well, yeah, that's what's, that's what's going to happen. Like, obviously nothing else was going to happen. I mean, what do you expect? It was an insecurity that was completely entrapped in Hilda's head that meant nothing to anyone outside of Hilda. So as soon as it got to be resolved by her mom, her mom was like, hey, it's no big deal. Don't worry about it. But everybody okay. knew it was not going to be a big deal. Exactly. Like, like the audience yeah. knew it wasn't going to be a big deal. That's why it was the B-plot. <laughs> Anyway, Frida. I was, I will say I was a little disappointed that there wasn't any actual, like, confrontation about Frida's thing. Like, that was a little disappointing. Yeah, can we talk about this? Can we talk about how Frida's a big asshole? Let's talk okay. about Frida and why she's not as much of an asshole. Okay. <laughs> I under, okay, I can understand. Gavin, let's talk about Frida, how she's the worst bitch in the universe, Nick. Let's Christ, talk about dude. Frida and how she's not as big a bitch as Gavin says. That's and Laura. very mean. Laura, let's talk about Frida and how she's an angel and I love her. She's not an angel. Okay. Okay. Listen. <laughs> she is... Come down to hell with me, Frida. She is going through things. She is not perfect. Mm -hmm. She has character flaws. You like characters with character flaws. I do. So what's your issue with Frida? Okay, so I'm gonna lay this out in very, very simple terms. My issues with Frida are that, basically, I hated the shit out of her the moment she first showed her stupid face. <laughs> what happened was, she just, she comes across as nails on a chalkboard to me. It's like, she's tries to be objectively good. In, like, a, a, a dictionary sense, she puts herself on a way higher pedestal than everybody else and everybody around her. She constantly gets on David, calling, like, degrading him and, and getting on him about every little thing, and he just sort of takes it. 
And, like, Frida's just, like... And then it turns out she can't even do her own shit. And then she turns words into physical violence, which I am not about. And she just loses her crap over her own inability to communicate or be okay with her situation or anything like that. And on top of all that, she has this aura of condescension about it. And I just hate all of it. I, well, it's like nails on the chalkboard to me. Alright, alright. Here, let me put in my two, two cents. I agree with Laura. I see where Gavin's coming from, especially early on. Like, she is condescending. She is, like, she does kind of have this air of looking down on people sometimes. And, like, she definitely feels like, I'm perfect. And I'm, I'm perfect. But I think that... If you don't admit that, I'm going to tackle you to the ground. But, Jesus. Well, no, no, no. The only times that she actually tackles people out of the ground are after she's already going through her crisis. When she realizes that I'm not as organized and perfect as I thought I as I thought I was. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to deal with this. Mm-hmm. It's saying that whenever someone, whenever her organization is taken away, it takes her down. Which, yeah, when somebody is pretentious like that, and somebody takes away what they're what they feel superior about, that's how they're going to react. They're yeah, gonna, totally. They're going to lose it, and mm-hmm. they aren't going to know how to deal with that. Listeners, and, here's the thing. Nick and I are actually in agreement, but we go back and forth like we're arguing, even though we're actually in agreement. The only thing that we argue about is I'm like, Frida's the worst! And Nick's like, she's not that bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love her character, honestly, because she goes through such an... She is that kind of annoying character, but it's addressed. And right. they say, like, this is where it comes from, and this is her facing that. I will oh, say... Oh, yeah, from a... Um, oh, okay, hold on. One more thing. And then we can get to you. Okay. I want to make this abundantly clear. From a narrative storytelling standpoint, she's a very interesting character that bring, that brings a lot to the table. As a person who, like, I would hang out with or whatever, I fucking hate Frida. I think that's more fair. Yeah. As a person, I hate Frida. As a storytelling character concept thing in a children's cartoon, that's a very good cartoon. I love it. She's very good. I will say, yes, I am upset. I feel like Frida's whole arc was not properly taken care of and resolved. Like Nick said, I... Maybe this is too deep. I just kind of related to Frida, you know? Like, if you have one thing that is your thing, that is what you build your identity or just, like, your expectations on, and that gets taken away from you... Can y'all not look at memes while I'm going into something, please? I'm not. Gavin's putting them in my face. Do it. If you have expectations that you're unable to live up to anymore, then it's just everything feels like it's crashing down around you. And maybe some people, their only option is to lash out. And if I wasn't already sympathetic to Frida over that beforehand, she got herself into a pretty dang abusive friendship. Like, the Mara were manipulative as fuck to her. They're saying things like, oh, like, Hilda knocks on the door, and the Mara's like, don't bother answering that. It's not someone who's there for you anyway. Just being, basically just being textbook manipulative and awful. A theme that's heavy in this is that Frida, like, it's never addressed that much, and I don't like that because Frida, like, this should be addressed. Like, that was a really good theme, but it, it's implied that Frida goes out and makes all these horrible Mara friends because she's like, okay, well, if I'm not perfect, I guess I'm horrible. I, oh, well. 
I thought and that then was... she goes, fuck it all, and she stops showing up to things and probably stops doing homework and all that stuff. I don't know where her parents were during all of that, but all right. I thought that was... Sorry. Well, I think that her parents don't know how to deal with the situation. Well, for parents' expectations were so fucking crushing, then there should have well, been some sort of... I think it might be that her parents weren't, like, forcing her to do all this. I feel like they were encouraging her, mm-hmm. and they were saying, like, well, you should do all... The... You should put in the work. You should be really hardworking and, and do as well as you possibly can. But as soon as she can't, they don't know how to deal with that. They don't. I, I feel like they know that they shouldn't like say like, "Well, you're you're being well, you're you're being ridiculous. You're being terrible. You need to work harder." Frida's parents are every expectation. David's parents are no expectations. <laughs> well, and, it, and, well, and, it, and Hilda's parent is what you are, mm-hmm. and it leads. I think that's also very interesting. I think we because um, David's parents are interesting because they're the opposite of Frida's and David ends up as the opposite of her. He's very nice and down to earth but he's also doesn't have any ambition and he really yeah. just kind of, he's kind of dumb. He's kind of a dummy. He's got he's always got a bug on him which <laughs> I like. I love that. I have no idea what that's supposed to mean. Just it's just a bugs. quirky fact that means nothing and brings yeah. nothing to the table but it's there just for the sake of world building which I appreciate yeah. a lot. Well, I feel like uh-huh. David's got a bunch of those too. Like he, like he, like he can sing. He can yeah, sing, but that was part of a dance. plot. Well, yeah, but then there's also... I like shit that's not part of any sort of plot. It's just there. It's just pure raw yeah. effort. Well, I feel like uh, David is surrounded by that because he... Yeah, Laura, go, <laughs> go, just say your thing, to go To go back to Frida for just a moment, I feel like her becoming... Uh, this bitch again? <laughs> God, Gavin, please! Maybe I wouldn't be so inclined to defend her if you weren't saying that every time she came up. Listen. <laughs> okay. Listen, I know, I know my feelings on Frida are pretty, you know, where they are, but I really do go hard on her, don't I? <laughs> you fucking do! Okay. Last thing about her I want to say. I feel like her becoming friends with the Mara is less of her being like, well, if I can't be the best, I'm going to be the worst now. I feel like just that she feels like she lost her two best friends at the moment, and she doesn't know where else to turn, so she ends up just turning to the only other people she can find, which happen to be horrible and manipulative, and she just finds herself in a very bad friendship. I don't know about that. This this headcan's going to go with my... My thing, because I like my thing. I feel like it can go either way. It can either be like it's anybody who's there, or or, or you could say that, that she found the Mara because they were the only ones that were there, but she stayed with them because she damn it, Nick. she also felt garbage. God damn it! Well, Nick. and the thing what? is, they're only making her feel more garbage. Is the I, thing. I'm the raw boy, and Nick's the and, and Laura's the raw boy, and then Nick's the eh boy. <laughs> Well, no, no. You're no. stationed firmly in the middle, and we're both opinionated fucks. You're raw, you're wah, and I'm raw What the what fuck? The shit? <laughs> I'm both. I go with both. All right. I bring them together. Nick fully admits, though, Frida sucks. Ugh. As, I mean, she's, well, I mean, yeah, she's supposed to be pretentious. She's supposed to be kind of annoying. I don't, I don't hate her. She is. She's pretentious and annoying. We, we need go. to We're go to final thoughts. thoughts I don't thing. hate This is turning time. into the Frida show starring Frida. Final <laughs> thoughts. Eh, Frida. God. Eh. <laughs> I give Frida two out of ten. I give Frida, hmm, two. Hilda is an absolute delight. The coloring is wonderful. The art style is charming as heck. The music, oh, we didn't talk about the music, but it is so atmospheric and nice and, uh, oof. I feel like some of the story beats leave a little to be desired, but everything else about it is just so charming and cozy and wonderful. It feels like a blanket. 
And one thing I will, I, or one thing I'd like to say about it is that, like a lot of cartoons nowadays, they start out as like soft and nice, and then I ramp it up near the end. But this one, like it's got its intense moments, but I feel like this is just more of a nice soft break. It's good. I like it a lot. I'm glad I watched it. I love Hilda because it's just so dang cozy. It is... I'm seriously appreciating the coziness of this room right now. I mean, it's just nice. Like, the animation's smooth, but everything just looks soft. I wanna... I wanna be there. I wanna... Like, whenever something is on screen, I just wanna be there. I wanna be in a nice cottage. I wanna... I wanna... I wanna to hang out with these people. They just seem nice. And then, mm-hmm. just the animation's fantastic... The the voice acting's really good. I would tolerate Frida to hang out with Hilda. <laughs> that says a lot. But I just like it. It's so charming. I love the world. It's just nice. <sighs> Boy, I was beginning to think I was the only one who couldn't describe Hilda as anything but nice. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. It's just really, really nice. It's colorful and, and it's been said a thousand times. Who cares? I like it. <laughs> That's it. It's comfy. It's comfy. The okay. Oh, ooh, here's something I can add. The freaking Norse mythos and the shit is on goddamn point. So good. I need to look up more. The Norse fucking myths. world building and 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 freaking wasps, goddamn everywhere, and elves and giants and fucking. Oh my god, it's awesome. Magic isn't a secret. That's no, so cool to see. Magic isn't even a secret. And one of the things that I love about this show is that. Hilda, that's crazy. I don't believe you from, you know, Hilda's mom. That's never a plot line. I hate that plot. I fucking hate that plot so much. Where you just look at the kid and you go, I don't believe you. That's crazy. I mean, kids, right? Instead of if you're a, uh, except if you're a series of unfortunate events and you're calling it out and that's literally the main thing. In which case, that's fine, because it's self-aware. But, in Hilda, it's never a thing, it's never done, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Alright, rating time. Rating. Rating time. I'll rating s- time. Yeah. I'll start with mine. This is a 100% solid 8.5 out of 10. Damn. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just solid. It's so solid. It's not like, I wouldn't say it's incredibly fantastic, one of the greatest shows ever, but it's definitely, like, it's just so nice. It's just so nice, and I feel like that makes it even nicer to me. I don't know. It's just, it knows what it is. It's comfy. It's fun. It's nice. I love it. 8.5 out of 10. Strong. Solid. I don't know. I guess I'll give it a, uh, I don't know. I'm historically just a bit above Nick, so I'll give it a 8.7. That seems high. 8.6. Fuck, you know what? <laughs> we like discourse on the show, but I think Nick nailed it. It's an 8.5. Mm-hmm. So I'll give it an 8.6. 8.6. 8. 8.6 8. out of 10. Because I think I like Hilda just a bit more than Nick likes it. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Because I think so, because Nick says, <laughs> I didn't like this. And I'm like, I don't know, I liked it. I thought that was fun. Yeah. I'm going to give it an 8.6. I don't know. I'm feeling it. My rating for Hilda. Now... We might not always agree on everything, especially, you know, as you heard, our contention points with Frida, but we all love this show. We all feel 
a tie to the show. And we feel tied to each other in our love for the show. And what better beast to compare it to than the many tales tied together of the Rat King! 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 Rat King Wednesday! Rat King, baby! We gonna watch some more Rat King? Yesterday was Rat King Wednesday. Rat King Wednesday, And I hope y'all fucking got down and dirty and celebrated. Y'all wanna go watch some more Rat King? I wanna go watch some more Rat King. Yes, Fuck thank yeah. people! Thank you to Anna for doing the art and Sammy for doing the lettering on our cover image. They're my good cousins who I love. Please check out the podcast description where we have links to their art stuff in social medias. I love you guys. Next up, quick plug here. Uh, check out my sister's uh, Tumblr, Great Raven Parade. She's hosted... Um, I think about two Rat King Wednesdays. Rat King Wednesday. At this point. It's, um, a, it's a specifically Hilda fan blog. Yeah, it's very it's, good. It's a really funny joke that like just came through when me and my sister were watching the series through the first time over. And it's really funny to like the, the whole group now. And I it's it's a good laugh. Check it out. She does shit posts and gifts and all sorts of stuff. If you like Hilda, you know, that's the thing for you. Now, secondly, before you have a fucking riot, I'd, I'd like to thank Ryan. He's known online as Chongo. He's a good, good boy, a good, good buddy. And if you want to ride wafts and hang out with elves and shit, he's not your dude. Don't <laughs> go hit him up for that. You're going to email Ryan, he's going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And you're going to be like, Hilda, and he's going to go, that's a good-ass show, and I love Hilda. And then he's going to give a thumbs up and wink into the camera. But he's not going to be able to do that shit for you. But... If you do want awesome ass music like Bacon Hat or other such hats off of his album Hat Shop that, you know, we always use for our theme song and he lets us do that like the cool, you know, the cool dude he is, then uh, he's your guy. Uh, Links in the podcast description for his solo stuff as well as his band with another such person of musical talent, Penny Parker. They have a band, Go Child, and it's killer. Go check him out. Finally, thank you to Lunar Light Studio for having us on the network. Check out the other shows on the network, such as Overwitch, a podcast about video games, not just Overwatch. They... Yo, I'm fucking hyped about Overwatch, mate. Fucking Reaper buffs are on the way, and I am stoked. They might be talking about the Reaper buffs. Probably not. No, they will. Okay, they're talking about the Reaper buffs? Good. They will be when it happens. I play Reaper! Probably. Also, ending... No, not probably. I always play Reaper. <laughs> also, Ending Pending, a podcast about television shows that never got past the first season. Do they talk about, like, how they think they how they think it would have ended? Yeah, I think they do. Take that question out, because I'm not exactly sure. I'm pretty damn sure, yeah. <laughs> Leave that question back in, because I feel like it. I know. So, boys, I know we will pretty much watch the whole season but would you watch more hilda i would fuck yeah when season two comes out i'm on that shit i'm watching yeah. more hilda right now another party i'll watch it again i also missed that one episode but i'm gonna go watch the four seconds of rat king over and over rat and king, over rat and king. over and over again let's go let's go let's go uh, rat, king. rat king 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 rat king
I just got a friend request on PlayStation. From who? Jeff Kaplan. PS Girl 9595. <laughs> I can get... I can PS Girl 9195 if you're listening. This is a porn bot. Shit. It's definitely a porn bot. Jeez. <laughs> well, I, I can guarantee you that um, she also sent me a message. It's just, it's like, I'll send you nude pics if you send me your social security number. <laughs> <laughs> I got nude pics file here. What? She's Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay.